0: Well, hello there.
1: Come on in. Have a seat. Enjoy a beverage.
0: And welcome to the Martini Lounge.
1: With Jonathan
0: and Sergey. Welcome back. It's another amazing installment of your Martini Lounge. I know. It's yours. If you <laughs> listen, you so you have to listen. So you have to actually go to it. Uh, it's I, Jonathan
1: and Sergey. I feel like in the lounge. We, we tell people how much they miss us, but in reality, they're like, "Oh, here it no, is again." I'm bored on <laughs> here's a Friday. You sometimes, if
0: you say it enough, it becomes reality. It becomes true. Oh, okay. So, so I you get miss it. it. Listen. Get it. Subliminal. Subliminal. You miss us. You guys love say. us. We are amazing in your world. (laughs) You don't know how to get through the week.
1: Oh, I know. You know, I feel like at some point we're going to have to do like a Monday one as well, like a short one, because
0: how do you start your week off wrong? It's hard. With us. It's hard. You've got to, I mean, you need a dose. You need a little A little dose. Just a touch. We're going to have a lot of fun on this show, Mm -hmm. because first of all, we are obsessed with Chelsea Handler. Oh. And yeah, before, y'all, before everybody starts freaking out, we're not talking to Chelsea. <laughs> but we are talking to the next best thing, right. who was hysterical. The, uh, one of the writers on the show for seven uh, seasons and producers was mm-hmm. Heather McDonald. Now, if you even saw the show once, you've seen Heather McDonald. Yeah, she, she was on there. She did skits. Yeah. She is freaking hysterical. Right. Uh, so she's actually going to be here in just a few minutes to talk to us about comedy. Right. She also, like us, I like to pretend... No. Like, like, we are the same. <laughs> We're Heather, the same person. Heather and the boys. Uh, She has a really popular hit podcast she called does. Juicy Scoop. Juicy Scoop. Because she likes the juicy stuff. She wants to get down to the nitty gritty. Get to the juice. And it's doing really well, and she has... She talks yeah. about everything on there, but she also has a lot of comedian friends that go on this mm-hmm, show as well, mm-hmm. uh, including she's had Ross Matthews, who right. we adore. Um, and it's it's kind the- of
1: her version of Chelsea Lately, but like Heather's Chase Chelsea Lately because yeah. it is kind of the scoop and, she does and the have gossip. A and, you know, and she has that a kind different
0: of uh, point of view, a different style. Totally. But I really Absolutely. enjoy that part Absolutely. of her. I love Chelsea for her stuff, but Heather yeah. is... Hysterical. Oh, so funny. But yeah.
1: it's funny because I feel like so Ross Matthews has his own podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. And there's a little
0: TV show down in LA. Right. Mm-hmm. Heather
1: McDonald has her podcast. RuPaul yeah. has a podcast. Oh, I, there's I, so many I feel like people with podcasts. Exactly. We're like in the business of everyone is going to have a podcast. Oh, wow. Like, oh, wow. um, Who's Oprah is next? Lady uh, Gaga. Right, Where are your I, podcast Oprah has people? has something, I'm sure. Well, she has oh, yeah. TV shows. Right. You know, whatever. Right,
0: right. Whatever, <laughs> what Oprah. That? That's so yesterday. Uh, <laughs> tv shows (laughs) someday you'll know about podcasts Uh, no it's true but one of the things that um Uh, yeah that has been thrown out there a lot and and actually heather uh has an opinion about is that a lot of the podcasts are just cheesy especially the entertainment ones oh yeah oh yeah and they're fun and i get that i get that listen we are cheesy kiss ass and super awesome but absolutely true statement formula baby I know Holly, we've talked about that so many times oh, on the show. Hollywood, Hollywood formula. loves formula. Mm-hmm. They, they do. W- They're little children. They well, want their formula.
1: If it worked once, why can't it work again with more money behind it? Why can't Easy, it work right? for
0: 80,000 more times? Easy. Can we do eight spinoffs of that one idea? Fuck. Can we do that? That'd be amazing. Ice Age. <laughs> now listen. Fast and Furious. We'll if you're going to you do guys. eight spinoffs of our show and I get a cut of the deal, that's fine. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's not so awful. But, but here's the th- thing. If, if
1: someone said, can you do this eight times? We will be like, yes, it's going to be different every fucking time. Every time. Every time will be something new. It's it not going to be, be the same be. old but, but there are shit. a lot of cookie cutter.
0: Ugh. It's kind of how it I is. feel about certain neighborhoods cutter. in towns that are yes. very like... Suburban and cookie cutter. They were cutter. planned so Ugh. therefore there's no character. Ooh. I'm just telling you. And it's all happening. about the character.
1: But you know what? I think um, having that freedom to, to kind of do what you want and not have to, you know, well, go for the big bucks, um, right. not have to
0: pitch ideas or do pilots yeah. gives
1: you the freedom As to long be as you
0: are able to make that production, yeah. Right, it there is nobody breathing. FCC currently is not breathing down your back because exactly. it's internet-based. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you get to decide it's what so guests cool. and what shows and yeah. what no one's telling you. Ugh. So if you fail, it's on you. If you succeed, it's on you. Yeah. And that's the all beauty of it all. Yeah. I
1: love it. Lo- Love it, honestly. I would never trade anything
0: for this podcast. No, we get to do what we want. We get to book the guests we want. Oh god, yeah. And And we (laughs) we get to drink on it. And we get to drink. Well, which is, you know, the best thing, because we couldn't do that on our radio show. That w- that know. was frowned upon. And we couldn't say fuck. I know. No, you couldn't say fuck at all. And I, like and I wanted a fuck. fucking martini oh, on that show. All the time. Yeah. I wanted a fucking Bloody Mary. Yeah. Yeah. They frowned upon us moving in the margarita machine. I was like, what? Yeah. What?
1: <laughs> we brought our uh, triple that's margarita bill? Is that okay? I, I know. That's not, we're just that's scooping.
0: Not a thing. Well, just hold on. Let me get one. Uh, and we're good.
1: Listen, they didn't even like us
0: having coffee in the studio. No. And I get that, but <laughs> how does that even mm. work, but I'm telling you, the, do you I know don't what's... know how you survive. Like, no. how do you do a show and sound <laughs> yeah. alive? I, I just <laughs> want to say <laughs> they realize
1: we would have pissed off so many celebrities. Oh my like, god, come on. Yes, that's we why look, we would beforehand.
0: I realize coffee's caffeine, but it's also liquid patience it's... for me. <laughs> it's like, okay, you are uh, shit, but I'm feeling good on my caffeine yeah. buzz, so I'm just gonna I'll let, let slide. your idiocy yeah. slide. Yeah. But I just love this once.
1: I love the towel that, um, we have in our kitchen that says uh, coffee, do stupid shit faster. That is exactly <laughs> what coffee is and that and is that my favorite listen. It's, it's good. My it works. sister
0: got me that because she knows. <laughs> yeah. She's smart. She knows. She knows in yeah. my in my world, coffee is a food group. It, and yeah. in my family, coffee was a food group. It and has in this to be. household, it has to be. Probably more of a food group for me, but you know, you've been on that train. Listen. So, you know. You
1: I, know actually, I right. actually took a break just recently you from did. coffee for two weeks because it was it was going bad, I tell Listen, you. It was never bad. Never let me do that.
0: Because I, that's not good for anybody. Anybody. No. For my own sanity, no. <laughs> I would not ever. I'm never, so sorry. but Don't no. ever encourage that. That's not a thing. <laughs> it sounds like I a know, bad idea. I know, but I am super excited for today's show. Listen, we like to g- like chase bunnies, which is what I call it when we go off on a oh, tangent. Oh, down the little rabbit we holes. Were, yeah. Yes, I love that. But in all cases, I'm really excited for today's show. I know because we do have the Heather's lovely amazing. Heather McDonald coming. Heather out. McDonald. So yeah. check out the podcast, but more importantly, check her out. Yes, absolutely. She's coming to Spokane. She We're going to talk about that August a lot 6th. with her. Yes. August 6th, Sunday, Spokane one, Comedy Club. One Night Only. Yes. One Be night there. One I'll I break into uh, Dream Girls because that's a really good <laughs> yeah. song, One Night Only. You're welcome.
1: All right, and we are about to talk to the lovely, the one, the only, Heather McDonald. She is a successful comedian, author, and actress best known for her work on Chelsea Lately, where she was on the show and wrote for it uh, for her podcast, Juicy Scoop, and she's currently on tour, and she's coming to our very own Spokane, Washington, to Spokane Comedy Club August 6th, and we're really excited to see her and have her on the lounge right now. Heather, are you there? Yes,
2: I <sighs> am. Can you hear me okay?
0: Oh my gosh! There We're she so excited. is! There she is! I've waited for yeah. this moment <laughs> for so long. <laughs> the queen of comedy herself. <laughs> How oh, are you? How's your beautiful day going?
3: It's going well. It's going good. I'm just um, just chilling at the house. Mm-hmm. Just waiting all day to call you. Right. Oh, and then. I And then I'm going to go. I'm actually going to do Dr. Drew's podcast later today at 3. Oh, now you
0: tell tell him it's on, but we're more fun. So there you go. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Now, Heather, let's just get right down to business. From sorority girl to comedian, uh, it doesn't sound like your typical life path.
3: (laughs) No, I mean, I, I don't think I'm the typical, I don't think any comedian has a typical story, but there is. Definitely mine is atypical in that um, my parents encouraged me to be a stand-up mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> who wanted wow, to wow. come to all my shows. Um, you know, people through my whole life were like, you should do this. So right. um, I was very, very well supported throughout all of it. So you, oftentimes I feel like this, the typical story is like, I was supposed to be a doctor, my parents mm-hmm. hate me, but I... <laughs> I came from a family of not very successful people, so... <laughs> okay, <I couldn't... laughs> oh, but your, par- your parents I, were... It wasn't... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my parents were fine, but I'm saying, like, my other siblings weren't killing it. Gotcha. So it wasn't like right. everybody was, like, you know, going to get their masters and I was going to do comedy. Right. I went, okay, I think this probably will do... You'll probably do fine with this. Why not?
0: You're like, hey, the, the bar is low. Low the bar? I'm- I'm, You're good. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> that's I'm gonna all, break right in.
1: That's all it takes. But you, yeah. you did at some point, you know, venture into the family business. Your parents are, are real estate agents, and you kind of, you kind of ventured off into that for a bit, didn't you?
3: Well, I was, um, you know, I, once I decided I was going to be um, to pursue stand up and acting, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I have to be a waitress, so I right. got an interesting job, right? and I was horrible at it and i was about to quit i was going to call in that monday and quit and that monday was um, the big northridge earthquake oh and my gosh. our restaurant was shut down and my you know and then my parents house was like really messed up and so my dad was like i already had my real estate license like i got it one summer and he said well, why don't you just help us i'll just pay you and so then And then he's like, and then you, you know, you can leave whenever you want for auditions or whatever. So then that, then I actually started making money and that was, you know, and that was sort of, I was never passionate about it, but I was able to like make a decent living and live on my own and without being a waitress or a bartender while pursuing stand up until I started getting, (laughs) and then even in between like regular, like sometimes I'd have a writing gig and then it would go away or an acting gig and then it would go away and I could always go back Mm -hmm. to doing. Real estate, and I remember one time I um, was on a home inspection, which, so once the house is in escrow, they're, they off, they have a home inspection. Right. And the guy walks in, he's like, weren't you just on Reno 911 last night? And I was like, <laughs> yes, <"Yeah>, I was, but... <laughs> <laughs> well that's no that doesn't exactly right yeah
0: well that brings up a good point too because i we uh cut our teeth on improv and are obsessed because it's so much fun and there was a point where you were at the groundlings which is the amazing improv school down in california where did that come in the whole arc of your career path
3: well i i always loved improv like i'd done a little bit in high school and theater Mm -hmm. and, and things like that and um I went to the Groundlings Sunday show and um, Will Farrell was in it and Will Farrell was a senior at SC when I was a freshman and he dated my sorority sister. And I yeah. was like, oh, you know, this is not theater weirdos. Like right. this is actually like funny, <laughs> cool, like kind of like frat humor and kind of Normal person humor. Like, <laughs> yes. I was never like teary, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like I never wanted to go to the Renaissance Fair. I never <laughs> like wanted to do that stuff. So I was like, oh, I think this is kind of like my jam. Yeah, like I yeah. get this sense humor, and so, um, so then I, I was gonna. So then I remember there was either the Groundlings or this other place. And the other place was not as prestigious, but they said, oh, you'll be able to perform on on a Sunday within like six months. Oh, and oh, I thought, Oh, I can do that. And I remember my mom saying, No, you want to be at the best place. Which right? is very true about improv. It's like, you know, the theory of like playing tennis. You want to be with people that are really clever, otherwise the scene doesn't go anywhere. Exactly. So you're with people. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was a long process and it took a you know, it took two almost like two years until you got to like a performance level at the groundlings, but it was with such good people and it was so re- well respected and it was like the graduate school of comedy really because everyone everyone had pretty much gone to college and right. were really well educated and this is what they were doing so it was great you know a lot of people went on to go be eps or writers or you know not everyone went straight into like being in front of the camera so it was just right. a great group of people where you learned a lot and i you know Still doing awesome today. So oh, but no, There's more amazing. choices now. Though. there's like right. UC, UCB and, and right. Improv Olympics. So there's right. it's, it's a lot more opportunity. I think.
0: I mean, there's you could go to Improv in Spokane. That's, I mean, it's <laughs> I, it, you, not everybody can make it here, yeah, but it's pretty prestigious. Watch out! Watch out! Exactly. Now,
1: when right. when did that moment? You know that the light went on and you thought, "Okay, damn, I'm so good at this. This is what I'm doing." When did that happen?
3: Well. The main moment that happened was, you know, I, growing up in L.A., I was very Mm. jaded about entering the business. Um, I knew people that, you know, didn't, weren't making it, and we, you know, everybody knew somebody, and so I I didn't pursue drama or theater or film at SC, which was stupid, but I just didn't. I was like, (laughs) no, I'm going to. Run a corporation or something i don't know so i was sort of denying what i wanted to do because i thought the failure rate is so high i shouldn't even try it and then not until i got out of college and had my first really boring corporate type job did my friend say you are taking this learning annex class um one night how to be a stand-up do you guys have learning annex do you know what that we is? we do
0: yes mm-hmm. yeah they're great
3: okay, so it's like a it's like a one night class whatever well, right, the right. teacher that was doing the one night class, she sort of used this to then get mm-hmm. you to, like, sign up for the six-week right, class. right. But when I went to it, I never understood how people who didn't know me would find me funny until I took the class, and I was like, oh, my God, it was like a light bulb moment. Like, as long as you set up your story or your joke properly, they don't have to know you. They're getting to know you while you're on stage, and right. I don't know why. So then all of a sudden, I made these strangers laugh at, like, you know, the Radisson in Santa Monica, and yeah. I just remember I drove <laughs> off the lot. That night, I'm like, I'm going to sign up for this woman's class. At the end of six weeks, you have, like, a little show, you know, like oh, a little wow. recital right. or whatever. Right. And I, I thought, I, I've always worked with deadlines. If it's up to me, I won't get it done. Like, you know, I wouldn't have written my book if someone wasn't paying me right. to write it. It's very exactly. hard to be self-motivated to go. Right. So, you know, if you have a date where you're supposed to do stand-up, you're going to have, some material by that date. So Absolutely, right. um, and I knew everybody would want to come, so I invited all these mm-hmm. people so there's no backing out. And, <laughs> um, right. And it went it went well. You know, I, I tell people that too when they ask for advice about stand up. I'm like, make make your first experience hopefully good so that you want to come back. You'll have some bad ones in between. But if you mm-hmm. can like know what you're gonna say, have practiced it before, you have a, a nice friendly room you know, then then maybe you know, then you'll enjoy it. And if you never do it again, at least you had one nice experience doing it. Like I don't think people need to like suffer and, you know, want to kill themselves after. <laughs> right. So um, Right. So it but so then it went it went well and then from there I I sort of pursued stand up and the whole groundlings um, school at the same time. So I was kinda like, Okay, I, I'm gonna pursue this and this I it, do huh? think yeah. at yeah. one point At one point, I will be able to make a living at it. But it was, I mean, it seemed like forever to get an agent. Mm -hmm. That was really hard to get representation and all of that. Like, Do you know who
0: I am? Well, and as you say, you know, every career has its peaks and its valleys. But what has been, like, the most exciting moment so far for you?
3: Um, well, I mean, there's been two. So, I mean, there's been a few. Like, um you know i uh, i think that well i think that the biggest surprise of my career was the su- is the success of my podcast oh,
2: right, i huh.
3: i started to do it as just a, a discipline thing for me to feel productive every week mm, because right. after doing chelsea lately for seven and a half years and writing and producing it yeah. i needed to feel like i was doing something and right. um and i didn't even ask like how many people are listening i was like there's nobody's <sighs> listening because it wasn't really showing up <laughs> um, in my social media, like it wasn't, the numbers weren't reflecting in my social media. So I'm like, Oh, you know, who's even listening to it? And then they're like, no, it's doing really well. And, and then when I did start to get the feedback and the growth of it, I've been doing it for just two years now. Um, and now I go to twice a week, Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Um, (laughs) look it up. I've never, I've never done so well on the road. I mean oh, wow. it did brought me more than like my stand up special did. It it's you know wow. now it's, um making money and it's profitable and I I just love having the you know the the autonomy or whatever you call right. it like just right. the freedom of just being able to do my own thing and nobody can tell me what to put on it or who to put on it or you know, yes or no, or going and pitching shows and begging that someone will like want to do a pilot. I just, <laughs> um, I just, it's like a great feeling of like not giving a shit. Yeah, right. I just don't care anymore.
1: You just do yeah, you, and so it's, it's beautiful. Right? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. We, so it's been really great. I mean, of course, I'd love it to become something bigger, like right. a, a TV show, or I'd, I'd, you know, I'd want millions of people to watch me or know about <laughs> right. me. But at the same time, you know. I don't know. You don't need millions of fans. You just need a good amount of fans yeah, <laughs> right, to support you. Yeah. You know? And, and so it's, it's kind of, a, I just think, I think the world is like, my stepdaughter was asking me about it the other day. And I'm like, I think people think the world is so horrible now, you know, right. with terrorism and everything. And I'm like, but there were always horrible things like mm-hmm. that happening. Yes. But at least the right. world is smaller and you can, there's more opportunity. There's so much more opportunity for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at least in America, and I so that way I feel is like, um, I I just love the freedom that the internet provides oh, yeah. You know, I was just or like watching the Defiant Ones, you know, on HBO about the music industry and how screwed how they would screw over the artists in yes. the nineties. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and you know? I, you know, I feel like that perspective kind of brings up a good point about, you know, being a female comedian because, you know, for the longest time it was it, you know, you it was hard to get that respect or the acknowledgment, but now it's 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 different. Can you kind of touch on that how's your journey been and 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 where do you think we we're at?
3: Well, I mean, the reason that the opportunities weren't there mm-hmm. or they were slim is because the people making the decision were predominantly right white male, right. and mm-hmm. comedy is subjective. So the white male was more attracted to the funny white male, right? And what he was saying, and it was more relatable than what the female was saying. So mm-hmm. sometimes when people say like, you know, it's so sexist, it's so this, I I agree. But also you have to look at like you got to be smart about it. Like why did I like Joan Rivers better than Johnny Carson? I right. Did. So if I was an executive at the point, if the world was a different place, Joan Rivers would have been on every night. yeah. Not Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm raising boys, so I don't like male bashing, and I don't like that everything is, like, so negative towards men, (laughs) and not just what I'm talking about. (laughs) But I'm like, we just have to look at it, and and that is why it is important to have diversity in a writer's room. It is, because... You know, I remember. I remember. I have um, my friend Ian Edwards, who writes for Blackish. Now we met oh, nice. on. I was the one white girl on a black show called of Lounge, <laughs> nice. and you know. And I remember he went out to um, Saturday Night Live to write for, mm-hmm. on a two week run, trial run for to write for um, Tracy. Not I want to say Tracy Jordan, but that was his fake name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's um. Oh, he what was is, just at the comedy club. What's Blum his too. real name? Oh, oh, oh! I what can almost see it. Grace? We have to quickly Google um.
3: Oh, Third Rock. Tracy Jordan is Third Rock. Anyway, right? he, there were there were no male black writers writing on the show for him, so he was getting very few you know reoccurring character sketches, and they couldn't find them. You know, and so that's why that's why it is really important that you know you have enough female writers writing for the female right. characters. Right. Why, for so long, the sitcoms, the woman wasn't the funny one, right. Because it was all male writers giving all the best jokes to the guy, and
2: right. You know,
3: so it it just has to be like that, and so you you just have to fight for it, and then find the audience, and the audience is there, and it's nice that they're starting to realize that. I mean, even for me, I had to fight, even though I'm a headliner. They would, my agents would have to try to convince these new male club owners that they should have me. And he, not yet, not yet, not till I'm selling 1,600 tickets at wow. Irvine. Oh. Will they finally say, okay, I guess we'll have them.
0: Right, maybe. Think,
3: well, yeah, why? And I'm like, don't you understand? Like, and I would say, tell them my audience is, you know, classy. They buy their tickets way in advance, they buy right. the best alcohol, they, right. they're, yeah, not right? They get fist Like, That should count for something. I would think. True. Why is it when I leave the club, all the staff is like, this was the greatest weekend we've had all year. Right. Right. They tip well. And, you know, and I'm like, exactly. And so, but to the male comedy uh, booker, they just are, they just want, you know, Aziz and, you know, all these other guys that are very funny, but that's what they say. They don't think about, okay, well, wait a minute. You know, what kind of audience is this talent bringing in? Exactly. So like everything, you know, you have to fight, you just have to fight a little harder, but then also being a female who's married with kids, I stand out. You know, there isn't, there isn't hundreds of us that are at my level, so that's kind of cool too
0: well-adjusted i think is the unique that's why we're like wow a well-adjusted oh, yeah. comedian what is happening yeah. <laughs> but and i do want to double back and say tracy uh morgan is never going to do our show but he is amazing talented beautiful there his name is tracy morgan <laughs> we got it we got so, it, tracy, it. Morgan. <laughs>
3: there, tracy there he is morgan, not tracy jordan
0: I, right okay, see so so morgan. close <laughs> right love him now let's get to you know we're talking about what and I don't know if it's because we're gay guys or what, but you know, we really do love female comedians so much. And one of the most powerful ones is, you mentioned earlier, you worked with their Chelsea Handler. How did that even come about for you? Um,
3: well, Chelsea well, and I kind of came up together, so we knew of each other. But yeah. then when I was um, newly married, I really wasn't doing stand-up for like seven years. I didn't mm-hmm. do stand-up. I was in the business. I was booking stuff and writing and I wrote White Chicks with the Wayne's Brothers but I wasn't like in the club circuit. I wasn't out at night and there wasn't social media so I couldn't follow everybody. I really didn't know where people's careers were unless I saw them on T V.
2: Right. So um,
3: I started to do stand up. I really missed it. And I started to do stand up and about six months of getting back into stand up, um, I found out that she was gonna do she had a once a week show, but it was gonna turn into five nights a week. And my friend was like, Oh, I don't want to do that. That's too much of a grind. And at the time, I was like, you know what? I've been out of the game, like staffed and stuff for many years. I was in my mid 30s. And I was like, if I don't get another real job in Hollywood soon, it's going to be too late. Right. And I just think that's another thing that, like, as a working woman, married mother, that is not, people are naive about that if you're out of it for too long, it's going to be really hard to get back into the roof, like working and knowing what's up and keeping right. connections. Right. So um, I, you know, reached out, I got the job and I was very hesitant because mm-hmm. my kids were young. My youngest was a year and a half. And I, and my, I said, I don't know. I'll, you know, I'll have to hire the nanny full time and I won't be there every day. And my friend said, In 10 years, those boys aren't even going to look up from their video game to say (laughs) hi to you when you walk through the door.
2: Right? She's like, and
3: you'll be so pissed that you didn't take this amazing opportunity. (laughs) And it was, you know, I mean, I have a great relationship with my kids. They do look up, but it's true. It's (laughs) like, I just think too many times women just think that they, that they have to do this or they have to be there or they're miserable. So they judge other women for their choices. And it's like, just do what's best for you, and you know, and make sure that you make your kids a priority. But mm-hmm, if you, mm-hmm. you, you by hiring a nanny, you are still making your child a priority. Like yeah, just, yes,
0: because you're making you sure know. they're taken care
3: of right?
1: exactly, and you're putting yeah, putting and, your and money that when you're, you're happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: yeah, you're you're creating opportunities so that you will be able to pay for college right. or whatever. And, exactly. Um, you know, or in my case, hopefully one day my sons will be on the Bachelor. I'll work <laughs> by connection. <laughs> Right? That's the true goal. And that's how I may not be on TV again until I'm the mother that they're beating. Yes, hometown. I love
0: uh, that you have angles. You,
3: <laughs> just oh, I such know. high goals. I love it. I tell my kids every day, you want a lip kit one day? Yeah. you got to work it. Uh, Get yes! out there let me exploit you a little on Instagram. Right.
1: <laughs> so Heather, working with Chelsea Handler on um, Chelsea lately, what what did you take away from that experience? What was the big big lesson learned kind of thing?
3: Well, I absolutely loved those years doing yeah. the show. I right, mean, right. it was it was a great experience. Um, you know, for you know, for a married mother of three in her, my forties. Being able to write and be on TV, it wasn't the hugest paycheck, but it was a steady one, and it kept me relevant and it kept me out there, and it was fun. And so, when she decided she didn't want to do that show anymore, it was kind of good because I would have never quit. I would have never quit, and I and I don't think I'd be where I am today. I think right. I, it would have been stagnant. Like there was no growth there. Um, I, they were never going to call it Heather Lately or whatever. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. 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 You know. I, when she decides she won't do it anymore, I was like, okay, let's see what happens. And then, you know, it took a couple years. I had a couple other things that didn't that were going to go that didn't go or went for six weeks and didn't happen. So now I feel like I'm in, like, a really great place. And um, But, no, but, I mean, it taught me how to produce, how to write, how to – I love well, I love collaboration. So on my podcast, um, like on Tuesday, I'm going to have actually Fortune, Teamster, and oh, the oh, my on the gosh. show. Oh. So I have oh. – you know, I have lots of comedians yeah, on. We're right. all still really friendly with each other, and then, but then I'll also have Kyle Richards, or right, you know. Right. So I like the mix of what my show brings. Or, you know, my my friend and I, we talked about. Um, I had my Catholic childhood friend, and we talked about the Keepers, which is you know an amazing documentary yes. about priests that rape these Catholic schoolgirls. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever's juicy. So I always used to say around the writers' room, here's some juicy scoop, juicy scoop. So then when I was coming up nice. with my podcast, the producer at the time goes, Is there a saying that you say that's like very Heather yeah. McDonald? And i was right. like, Yeah, juicy scoop, you know. So <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's my skinny girl, it's my brand. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. taking a, a page out of Bethany's yeah. book. And, <laughs> right. and I, it's kind of cool, but, um, yeah, and I so I, yeah, I love the uh, the experience. I I wish you know I'd love to have a show somewhat like that because I I don't think anything's replaced it. I don't think At Midnight's replaced it. I, right. You know they're just and then the, the entertainment type shows are all kiss assy and boring. Yeah, yeah. And they're basically just reporting on people's Instagrams and it's <laughs> so dull. <laughs> so I would, I would you know. Have I
0: was not saying I think that's that's exactly true. There's no unique. Everybody, you know, right. we try to all be formula.
1: Oh my gosh, these days. No perspective.
0: No, Yeah, no perspective at all. Now, you've also worked with the hilarious Ross Matthews, who we had the pleasure of interviewing not too long ago, but I just have to ask, after interviewing him, how crazy is that set, though?
3: I've worked with him several times throughout the years. We've, like, pitched shows together. We did a pilot together. We I was on his Hollywood Today live show for, like, yes. many weeks. Mm-hmm. when they were looking to replace the white girl and then all of a sudden they decided <laughs> I was the white girl but it was fun <laughs> um he's just a very he is so funny and he's such a genuine person and there's not a mean bone in his body and he's just he's everything that you think he's just right. a really nice person that you can just talk to for hours with so um I just remember that one of the funniest things that he said to me is we were We did this pilot for E together, and we were looking for a guy that would be the person that fed us the news, and then we would, like, do the funny banter. Oh,
2: yeah. And so all the
3: E sent over these people, and this cute black guy gets up there, and, you know, and afterwards, I go, do you think he's gay or straight? (laughs) And Flop goes, he takes this long pause, and he goes, straight. <laughs> but with a history of abuse. <laughs> 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 oh and my I'm god. like To this day, to this day, it was the funniest thing I think he's ever <laughs> said. I don't know why? Anything with the abuse would be funny, but something about it just was like so dead on. Yeah, that like, is. Oh my god, that's brilliant. Yeah.
0: That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> has has he been on your podcast?
3: Oh, yeah. Now, and actually, now he just left podcast one, two, and now he's at Wondery. So we'll probably do each other's again soon. But yeah, actually, <laughs> he's the one who encouraged me to do a podcast. I went and did his, and he's like, you really should do this. And yeah. so, um, I, yeah, I have him to thank for that. And that's another thing. It's just like, you know, just he's so helpful to his friends, you know, who are in the business and never jealous and always supportive and, um, you know, which is great karma. You know, which is probably right. why his life is so good. You know, because he's so good to so many people. I
1: that's love it. Uh, yeah, so he's such good people. We, I mean, and that's the community out there. Is is you know, you can find genuine can in find Hollywood. Everyone, shockingly, exactly. but
0: there are they're out there. <laughs> I promise. Well, Heather,
1: have you ever been out to Spokane before? You're coming here in in just a little less than a few weeks.
0: Yeah.
3: No, I haven't <sighs> because. One of the amazing reasons that I'm coming here is because um, we made friends with this couple when we went to Cabo, and okay. he's he's a hot firefighter. Ooh. He's a sexy dentist.
2: <laughs> they wow. are awesome.
3: We're not, swing, we're not swinging with them. Okay, right. are just fun. <laughs> and so my husband and him golf, and they were like, you've got to come out. What's the lake? What's the... Lake Coeur You're kind of here. Lake yes. Coeur yes so that's so the one yes so they have a place there and so we're coming with the kids and oh
1: my god we're coming
3: in on like Wednesday night and we'll do stuff with them you know and then do the show so that's so I reached out to my agent I'm like we're gonna we, we want to go anyway can we Is there a club out there
2: yeah so
3: I'd like to just do one show so yeah. um I yeah I've never been there and I'm but I'm excited I think it'll be really fun and Oh I'm glad gosh. that they were able to accommodate me and I hope lots of people come. Don't oh, embarrass
0: me. I definitely 35
3: people there. Yeah. <laughs> no, Spokane will we'll we'll support show up. Yeah. We'll support Evan McDonald. And just
0: look for the two crazy loud guys in the audience cheering you on because that's us. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be us. You can't miss us. Perfect. No. <laughs> we're great at that. Now, where else can people see like where can they go to get your podcast? And uh, what I know you have an official website as well. Right,
3: so it's a uh, go to heathermcdonald.net for everything. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at heathermcdonald, um, Heather Comedy for Facebook, and my I do have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I just um, I try to, you know. I'm it's like it's 2007 here. I'm just I'm just discovering <laughs> it, and um, but I have been posting. My new character that I do is I do Tyler Henry. Yes. And I <laughs> eat all. And so I love I, it. There's a sketch. There's a sketch up there right now. Um, the latest one is I read Drew Barrymore. Yeah, and I also <laughs> did Drew Barrymore. I play both roles. And oh my e- gosh. E.T. E- may or may not have come through, but um, <laughs> and then but I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be doing a couple more. I'm going to do some uh, some of my other comedian friends that do characters. I'm going to do some of those, and then um, I have a couple real celebrities that have agreed to be read by. Her. Oh, that so was they'll be, be all hilarious. coming, and now. You know, so yeah, so please like subscribe to
0: that. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, because I will tell you, stuff. I watched the Drew Barrymore, the Drew Barrymore one. And it is, one. Yep. it mm. is hysterical beyond imagination. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just so brilliant. spot on. With it her. is. <laughs> <laughs> she has no idea who you're talking about. No. A grandfather yeah. that was super famous. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh, know what boy. you're doing.
3: Well, Heather, we're so excited. I, mean, I just, I yes, yeah, yeah, go. Thank you. What we saying? Sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. I just, I, you know, the Tyler Henry, I just, it's, like, so ridiculous. And sometimes I watch it, and I'm yeah. like, it's bullshit. And other times I watch it, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know. So I'm, I only do people that I'm, like, obsessed with. So, yes. you know, <laughs> I guess I'm making fun of him, but it's it's what he does and says. Exactly. So really, it's my favorite thing to do. Cause, and he's also like, boom oh, this is very strange. I don't know why he's doing this. Well, of course you don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I and of lo- course, it's strange. A dead person is talking. Yeah, exactly.
0: This, this does not happen at yeah. coffee every day. It does oh I God. also love where where Drew and and people go watch this. But where where Drew is like, there's no way he could have known any of this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you could read your bio. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, did you see the one? See the one guy. He's like, he's like this hot actor, and. Uh, and, and Tyler's clearly had a crush on him. He's on younger, so younger. Oh,
1: my God. And
3: he has all these tattoos.
1: Yeah. And the guy,
3: and Tyler's like, "There's um, your grandpa's coming through, and his name is, you know, Rocco or something. He's like, And the guy's like, oh, my God, hold on. And he takes... And so Tyler's like sweating profusely, like getting a boner. <laughs> and there's this huge tattoo on the outside of his arm that's like Grandpa Bronco, <laughs> All right, <like, laughs> That is awesome. I'm, oh. like, I'm like, you're telling me that in the age of like a hot actor guy with a lot of tattoos, someone hasn't like photographed his tattoos and written about it. Right. Oh,
0: See, it is ripe for mining. Yes, so everybody, please go to heathermcdonald.net because and the YouTube channel. It's so oh funny. Heather, thank you so much for taking time to be in the lounge thank with you. us. I'll see you. I'll,
3: I'll see you August sixth. Yes, it's coming.
0: After. Everybody, get your tickets now. now. You don't it's want so to miss it. Remember, because she has classy fans, and then we <laughs> came along, but <laughs> That's right. it's fine. So,
3: <laughs> so now, we, even if you're not, even if you're not classy. <laughs> Don't come, it's okay. Exactly.
0: We will all get it. It's a beautiful world in Heather yes. McDonald's oh comedy. Boy. Thank you, Heather. Please have an amazing day and tell Dr. Drew that the boys say hi. <laughs>
3: I will. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.
0: bye. And that, again, was Heather McDonald. She is best known for her work with Chelsea Lately uh, and her podcast, which is called Juicy Scoop. Uh, you're going to catch scoop. her right here in Spokane, Washington, if you're in the area, on August 6th, with the, which is a Sunday at Spokane mm-hmm. Comedy Club. For more information on that show, you can go to spokanecomedyclub.com or to heathermcdonald.net.
1: That's right. There, you can, that was the most professional oh I've ever
0: been on this show, ever.
1: You behaved yourself. I, I appreciate that. I did, that. <laughs> and I even sounded like a news reporter afterwards. <laughs> I love it's fine. it. fine. Oh, uh, she's such. And who knew that she was actually coming to stay
0: at friends that they met in Kabul? I love she's like the most unique (laughs) community because she's right. Like I'm telling you, you don't normally meet well-adjusted family right <laughs> <laughs> and i love her she's a lot of fun i've always liked her on chelsea oh lately God. and after right after lately yeah after she came after mm-hmm. that so mm-hmm. so much fun you oh know God. she's gonna be right but oh my God. we got to encourage this town so you gotta fill the room you do fill that room
1: come on guys everybody knows who heather mcdonald is everybody's oh my seen gosh. It. she's been on chelsea lately and go, watch go see her just go person. watch
0: her impersonation oh of this young <laughs> yeah. psychic yeah it's tyler henry hilarious. i love it I, yeah hilarious <laughs> I, I saw
1: that, that on her on her website um looking through and i was like what yeah, is oh, this it was too oh, funny to die for and <laughs> drew barrymore somebody's oh, coming
0: God. through Why? who are you <laughs> Someone's coming through. It's like a, an actor. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about you, but I feel there's an actor. <laughs> it's a male grandfather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Drew, Drew's like, no, no. I, I don't know. He's he's award-winning <laughs> grandfather <laughs> Try, uh, trying so, so hard. hard he's yeah. like, no, <laughs> nothing. And that's so Drew. It is the oh best. God. Anyways, so uh, much fun. We'll have to get him on. As well, yes, absolutely. I know he can mm-hmm. read our. Um... <laughs> he can go read our bios. Our <laughs> I'm gonna go write a, a bio full of bullshit.
1: Yeah, yeah and see what I, happens. I'm sensing mm, a country with a K. No, not <laughs> K- the Pakistan. No, not Kazakhstan. No, right. No. Oh, what is it?
0: yeah yeah that's you that's That's you. that's how I do that shit (laughs) that's how it goes anyways anyways we uh, like to bring you the laughter on the Martini Lounge and we hope that you're enjoying it please Mm -hmm. send us uh, love notes I appreciate them Um, whatever you want we're always looking for you you can catch us all the time on our website JonathanAndSirgate.com
1: as well as our social media under Jonathan and Sergey. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Insta.
0: Insta, my favorite, IG. IG. The IG. That's right. Um, always listen for The Lounge, where all podcasts are found, mm-hmm. including iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean. But it's everywhere. We come out every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Look for The Boys and The Lounge. Mm-hmm. Until and we'll see you next time. Bye, bitch. Bye. The Martini Lounge is made possible by...
1: Insert your name here. And also... We're looking for ads.
0: And don't forget...
1: You can display your business right here.
0: The Martini Lounge can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Jonathan and Sergey.
1: And also our website, JonathanandSergey.com.
0: Until next time, all you cool cats...